Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. the show my dog refers to as nap time inside sports on 630 Chad NHL one game already almost over tonight one minute left in the third period Islanders lead the Senators 4-2 Brock Nelson has his ninth of the season three more games coming up later including in half an hour the Kings up against the Flames now the Flames ended that long losing streak of theirs they've gone seven without a win by beating Winnipeg on Saturday LA is here on Wednesday to take on your Edmonton Oilers we'll have it on 6:30. Chad six o'clock for the face-off show game a little late that night it'll start at eight LA is looking good they're 10 6 and 1 first meeting between the Oilers and Kings since they went seven games in the first round of the playoffs last year basketball tonight Raptors taking on Detroit about three minutes left in the first half Toronto is ahead 47 43 interesting game to watch in the NFL for Monday Night Football Philadelphia still undefeated on the season rolling in with a record of 8 and 0 they take on the four and five Washington Commanders Hockey Hall of Fame induction ceremony tonight. Daniel Alfredson, Roberto Luongo, Daniel Sedin, Henrik Sedin going in. Also, Herb Carnegie, considered the best black player to never play in the NHL. And Rico Salonen, one of the all-time greatest Europeans uh, in women's hockey, also going to be inducted tonight. Okay. Appreciate you tuning in this evening. Oh, Canada yesterday beating Panama 112-71. We were talking about that last week on the show, the uh, World Cup qualifying for the Canadian men's basketball team. They already qualified for the tournament by beating Venezuela on uh, Thursday. We were updating that score during Inside Sports that evening. They also won yesterday 112-71 over Panama, so they have yet to lose in the qualifying, which is pretty cool. Uh, I want to get to something else kind of funny here. Uh, well, I, I don't know if it's funny or not, but anyway, the the – mascot uh the, the olympics are going to be in paris in 2024 and they have selected a symbolic red hat as the mascot for the games Les friges. La friges olympique et la friges it's known as a Frisian cap and is worn by Mary Ann, France's personification of liberty, who can be found everywhere from schoolrooms to stamps, usually leading the troops during the French Revolution. The two 2024 Olympic mascots are dubbed together Les Friges and look kind of like a pair of floppy red triangles with friendly faces, a tricolor ribbon, and bright sneakers. The Paralympic version features a prosthetic leg. Organizers say they wanted something that represented an ideal and chose the cap as an allegory of freedom that embodies the ability we have when we collectively decide to rise up to strive for something better i'm jennifer king all right so they're they're frige frigian caps those are going to be the mascots for the olympics in paris in 2024 
Okay, so here's here's what I want to ask you guys, and this can be our off-topic topic for this evening. If the Olympics were ever held in Edmonton, what do we have as the mascot or mascots? And what would its name be or their names be? That's what I want to know from you tonight for our off-topic topic. If the Olympics were ever held in Edmonton, and who knows, maybe someday they will be, what would the mascot be and what would be its name? 7804960063 if you want to participate and bonus points if you can make me laugh we might even send you a canned ham that is the hotline of course brought to you by certain teed the pros choice for roofing siding drywall insulation and ceiling systems certain teed pro all the way you can email the show inside sports at 630shed.com follow me on twitter at reed wilkins r e i d w i l k i n s like maybe a pothole we could have a pothole as the mascot i don't know what his or her name would be potsy seems a little obvious but some kind of a, a pothole, I don't know, uh, like a, the the embodiment of a of a thunderstorm or something like that. If we, if especially if we got the Summer Olympics, I don't know, I don't know. If the Olympics were at Edmonton, what would the mascot be? I'm suggesting a pothole. Like you'd basically just have, it would just look like a dugout piece of pavement. Well, I guess it couldn't be evenly dug out. It would have to be sort of maybe jagged and stuff like that. If the Olympics were in Edmonton, what would the mascot be? Now, keep it clean if you're going to participate. You can be cheeky. You can be sarcastic. You can be funny. You can't be filthy, okay? Just a reminder, 780-496-0063. All right. So we got the Oilers. First of all, they won the afternoon game against Florida. They always, almost always win uh, on the road against the Florida Panthers. 12 of their last 13 visits. Uh, they won... Nine in a row there. Then they had a loss about four years ago, and now they've won their last three visits to Florida. So that's kind of a weird stat. The Oilers do very well in that building. I guess for a while, the Panthers weren't a very good team. For some of that stretch, the Oilers weren't a very good team either, but they often won there. Now the Panthers are, are pretty good. The Oilers are doing okay, and the Oilers still get the win there. So anyway, back home to face L.A. on uh, on Wednesday. The One of the, the topics this year for the Oilers has certainly been the goaltending. It often is. It's the most important position on the ice. I, I know I've been getting asked a lot. Rob and I get asked a lot after games. What are they going to do about the goaltending? Who's going to play in the next game? Uh, you know, what What if uh, What if this? What if this? You know, what if Skinner does better? What if Campbell never bounces back? What What's going on with Campbell's confidence? How come Skinner looks so calm all the time? All All relevant questions and all important. Uh, I, I I have made a concerted. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm making a concerted effort. It's just sort of how I am, I guess. I, I'm I'm not panicking about the goaltending. I'm not panicking about Jack Campbell. Uh, I, I'm aware that uh, as someone who get, is lucky enough to talk to the 14 of you who listen to this show every night, perhaps sometimes I can set a little bit of a tone about how it's going to go uh, and the type of conversation we're going to have. I'm not panicking about Jack Campbell. Some people, and I think sometimes it's more than maybe the national media than the the Edmonton people. I've seen the the you know the term goaltending controversy thrown out there, all that kind of stuff. I don't think there's a goaltending controversy here. I think so far one goalie has outplayed the other goalie, and I think to look at it from, from I'm going to try to remain just very sort of calm about this. That's why you have two goalies. That's why it's called a team. So would we would we like if Jack Campbell were doing a little better, a lot better perhaps? Yes, I, I get that argument. But 
Skinner's doing well. Campbell has still won the majority of his appearances, which is good to see. And to me, the problem would be if neither guy was playing very well and you had an established guy not doing well and a young guy who has a fair amount of expectation on him also not doing very well. That would be concerning. The current situation, while not ideal, is not hugely, hugely concerning. And they have committed to Jack Campbell for five years. They've already had Stuart Skinner in their system since drafting him five years ago. He's going to be restricted free agent at the end of the year. Clearly, he's an important part of the future as well. This could be the Oilers' goaltending tandem for the next five years or so, depending on what might happen down the road. I think ideally that's, that is what they would want. So I'm not going to freak out here this early in the tenure of these two gentlemen, both of whom, let's face it, are basically new from last year. I know Skinner played 13 games last year. I know we know a little bit more about him. But this is new to him being a full-time NHLer and going through the day-to-day grind of being in the league. But, I, yes, I acknowledge the stats right now are there, – there's a massive discrepancy between the stats and the performance of the two guys. And I, I did a search this afternoon just using the stats on NHL.com, and I thought, well, i got to give a bit of a cutoff here because if you, if you factor in every goaltender – that has played this season. There's always a guy who's played one game or half a game and stopped all his shots and has a, you know, a stupidly high save percentage. So I, I, I said it that at, at a minimum of 240 minutes played. So basically four games because the Oilers have played uh, 16. Some teams, most teams have played around 16. So I, I put in 240 minutes or more played and that brought up 55 goaltenders in the NHL. So you, this these numbers here will give you an idea of what how big the discrepancy is right now, and yes, how much Jack Campbell has to improve, which, I again, I think he will. But out of 55 goaltenders, Stuart Skinner is sixth in save percentage, 932. He is sixth out of 55 in save percentage. That's really, really good, almost in the uh, top 10%, basically in the top 10%. Jack Campbell is 52nd out of 55 in save percentage. So almost last. He's at, at 873. Uh, now, he is 6-4. and four. Again, I, I mentioned the win-loss percentage, and I think a couple of games in which he's allowed three or four goals, he still played pretty well. Clearly, the appearance against Carolina wasn't that great. The game in Tampa Bay before that, probably his best game of the year. Uh, goals against average, you got Skinner 16th. Out of those 55 goaltenders, 2.53. And again, Campbell right near the bottom. He's 51st out of 55 at 4.27. So, yes, I, I hear the questions about Campbell. I hear I hear the concerns. I just think he's going to come around. You heard uh, Wayne Gretzky have said it. Devin Dubnik said it on the show last week. That sometimes coming to a new team, you got to give a player time. And we, we know the knock on Campbell, if you want to consider it a knock, he's he can be very, very hard on himself. And he he came in here, expected to be the number one guy on a team that was supposed to be very, very good, if not a Stanley Cup contender in the eyes of some people. And, you know, it, the things you hear about his personality would indicate that he would wear those kinds of expectations very heavily. And I think we're seeing that so far. Now, if you look at his recent history, a couple of years with the Maple Leafs, it's very likely he's going to bounce back and be a very, very good starting goaltender. And as good as Stuart Skinner has been, probably his save percentage is going to come back down to earth a little bit. I think it already has because it was over 950, and it's still pretty high at a 932. So I still think we're in that situation that's early in the season. Maybe the stats are, are skewed a little bit one way or the other. 
So when people say to me, what's going to happen with the Oilers goaltending, I say, well, these are the two guys. Maybe Skinner's going to, well, not maybe, Skinner's probably in the short term going to play a little bit more than was expected going into the season, but that's not a bad thing because at least one guy has been going, and I think the other guy will get going. But that's uh, my view here at the on the Oilers goaltending early in the season. 780-496-0063 if you want to participate in the show. The off-topic topic is if Edmonton hosted the Olympics what would the mascot be and what would be its name or a pair of, I mean, it's these two red hats for Paris, the Frige. There's two of them, but whatever, whether it's one or two, my early suggestion is it would be a pothole. I don't know. We'll see. It's six seventeen inside sports on chat. Inside sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. I got to tell you, I'm excited about having Jed Roberts on the show. Great cup week. Jed always has a tale or two to spin. That's after the 630 news. 780-496-0063 is the certainty hotline. Whether you want to talk a little bit about Oilers goaltending game against LA coming up on Wednesday or the off-topic topic tonight, if Edmonton hosted the Olympics, what would the mascot be? We have Robin on the line. Robin, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey, Reed. How's it going? I'm doing well. Thank you for calling. I um, I think it should be a beaver. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. And then we could call, it could be him or a her, but the nickname could be BB. BB? BB, like, you know, Beaver BB. Oh, BB. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> B- okay. And why did you, j- just because of the Canadian thing or the industrialists or how come? Just Canadian. Like, I think, I, I think of, I, when I think of that, I think of a beaver. So. We have lots of beavers in the sloughs and stuff around Edmonton, so. That's true, actually. And they can get pretty big. Uh, Yeah, well, yeah. They can get very big. Mm-hmm. All right. It made me think, though, if we had an uh, if we had an animal, it could also it could also be a coyote because everybody's worried about the coyotes in the city too. I think beavers a friendlier animal. Well, I I almost said coyote, but then I I just. I think beavers are kind of cool looking, so, uh, you know, that's why. Right on. Okay. Robin, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. So we got a boat, of uh, a boat. Well, we could get a boat as well for BV the beaver. We have a paddle boat. boat. <laughs> we, could, we, could we have access the, to uh, one. We could put BV on the Edmonton Queen, or the Edmonton River boat, whatever they call it now. All right. 70, that's a good suggestion from Robin, a nice Canadian symbol. 
Uh, what else do we have? People are writing in, I understand. Oh, the text lines are blowing up oh, here. Pe people like this one, I bet. Okay. But to uh, answer a quick question here from Tyler from Sherwood Park, he asks, what is the brand of canned ham? If it's a brand that I like, I will text something in. It's so Inside Sports. It's it, the Inside Sports it's canned It's the Inside ham. Sports canned ham. So yeah. there we go, Tyler. Uh, what do you think I was doing in my basement the whole pandemic, Tyler? <laughs> I was canning, canning hams. hams. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, anonymous text open things up here. He says, if the Olympics were in Edmonton, a giant ring of sausage named Sage. Oh, this is from Blair from North Battleford. So there we go. Uh, hey, oh, hey, Blair, North Battleford. How are you doing? Thanks for uh, listening. Well, I don't know if he's, I guess he didn't say he's in North Battleford. He said he's from North Battleford. Maybe yes. he's there. A giant ring of sausage. That's nice. Mundare might have some copyright issues with that. Mm -hmm. There we go. Uh, I, like, I, I like going with something with the. Uh, little bit of a Ukrainian heritage to it, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, we have a unnamed text that says, the mascot is the LRT, is an LRT called Not So Fast. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. It could just be a train car, but it's got no track. And the, the, track, the track part of the mascot <laughs> coming soon, hopefully in two years or more. Exactly, yes. Um, <laughs> hey, the handlers could just dress up in giant high visibility jackets and uh, helmets and that stuff, and there you go. It's easy, easy outfit. So, um, but. This takes the cake here because we have a, no less three than six or seven texts with the same suggestion. It is the construction zone, and this one texter puts it best, dress it up like a barricade, and hang the five rings off of it. Oh, that's a good, that is really good. Mm -hmm. That is a, so like a construction barricade, and then the Olympic rings hanging down uh, from the, the barricade. A lot of people wrote in, because I said pothole, but yeah. a lot of people wrote in something to do with construction. Though. Yeah, we have about six or seven texts all suggesting construction zone right now. So that is the early clubhouse leader by far. The, the, that is the clubhouse leader. We'll, we'll, we'll do more of this as we go along a mm -hmm. little bit later, because I'm sure some people are th thinking about the assignment. Because what else would you be thinking about on a Monday night? Um, that, well, I, I like that, and especially if we had the Summer Olympics. Like, we could have, it'd be like, good luck getting to any venue. Because <laughs> all the roads are turned. If, like, if we ever hosted the Summer Olympics, that would be an issue because you couldn't do all the construction with people trying to get from venue to venue. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. that would mean, I guess, the previous summers, we'd have to have everything uh, done so people could get around and drive around. Okay, so we got uh, a beaver, an un uh, some sort of LRT. What did he say, the LRT car? It's called Not So Fast? Not like So Fast, that. yes, for the LRT. And then several for some sort of a construction zone. All right. And the sausage ring. Oh, and the ring. Did I not say that? The ring of sausage? I, I fell into I didn't a, hear you, so I, that's why I forgot. I fell it. into a burning ring of sausage. Isn't that a song? That's something else. Uh, 780-496-0063. The off-topic topic. If Edmonton ever hosted the Olympics, what would the mascot be and what would it be called? That we go, we're off to a good start there. We'll try to dabble in a little more of those later. Grey Cup, the combatants have been selected what's the week like can you enjoy yourself is it all business all the time jed roberts has some answers